Alright guys, this is Caesar and Donnie, and thank you for listening in. We have today a very special guest. We have Andrea Smith, and she's the program director for Our Lungs Keep, keep keeping our lungs safe, excuse me, and um, that's for the African Communities Public Health Coalition. Um, Andrea, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, we just want to understand a little bit more about what you do, so we're going to just ask you some questions. All right. So, hi, Andrea. This is Caesar. Hi. Hi. So can you tell us a little bit about what you do and what is the motivation behind the work that you do? Sure. Um, So I work for the African Communities Public Health Coalition, and I run a program called Keeping Our Lungs Safe, which basically advocates for youth as well as black and brown populations against the tobacco industry. Seeing as the tobacco industry has systematically targeted specifically young people and people of color uh, for so long. Awesome. So what motivated you uh, or attracted you to doing this kind of work? Um, I think just all of it boiling down to a social justice issue. I think that when a lot of people talk about um, tobacco control or even just tobacco or the tobacco industry, they think about the health effects of tobacco um, and the social justice component of tobacco control gets lost. Um, a lot of people aren't aware of the systematic uh, targeting that went on in African-American communities by the tobacco industry. Um, they would go into black and brown populations, study specifically African-Americans, youth, and minorities to uh, figure out what they liked, what they didn't like, and they would use those things in their advertisements, specifically in methylated tobacco products, uh, in order to bring them in and to have lifelong smokers. And what are the statistics on that? Do you have any um, numbers for us on how it's affecting this community? Um, I don't have any specific statistics. I think one just off the top of my head is that there are 10 times more uh, tobacco advertisements in African-American communities than in white communities. Mm. 10 times, wow. And so how do you use your power? Um, in the position that you're in as the program director for keeping our lungs safe to advocate for, for, for these communities? Um, I think just educating uh, the population that I serve, which is specifically youth and minorities, educating them on the history of the tobacco industry and their targeting of minorities. Um, and I think also um, nowadays, especially with youth, fake culture is huge. Um, and they think that because these products come in an array of flavors that they are a lot safer when in actuality they are just as harmful as traditional tobacco products. Um, so just informing and educating um, the community not only about the health effects of tobacco control, but also about the social justice component issues of tobacco control as well. So when you're speaking on tobacco, you're speaking on all tobacco products, cigarettes, and vapes included? That's correct. Um when we're talking about specifically African Americans, however, the tobacco industry has um, traditionally used menthol as a, uh, a product in African American communities, especially in their advertisements. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you were ever a kid like myself and, you know, your parents always had Jet or, you know, Ebony Magazine or even Essence Magazine in their homes, you saw a great deal of tobacco advertisements in those uh, publications. 
um, especially methylated uh, tobacco products. And that's traditionally how they've sort of uh, tried to get African-Americans uh, into smoking is by using methylated products. They've marketed it as it being a lot less harmful than traditional cigarettes because menthol has that sort of peppermint flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's a flavor additive, people think that it's a lot healthier um, and it, that it's a healthier alternative to, to traditional smoking uh, and tobacco products when in actuality it's not. Mm. And we do see the ads, we do see the, the, the anti-smoking ads. So how are the youth responding and exactly how do you connect with them? Um, I think the key to connecting with youth is by really marketing tobacco control as a social social justice issue, which it is. Um, I think that a lot of young people sort of feel invincible, and when you give them the health statistics as far as tobacco is concerned, they're not really phased. Um, they think that it won't happen to them again. They're thinking that because there are, you know, uh, there are literally over 15,000 vape flavors, rather, on the market right now. Um, all of them marketed uh, specifically towards kids. I mean, you have like unicorn flavors, Skittle flavors, flavors that are marketed uh, like cereal. Um, so I think just coming with the social justice issue and not really so much on the health issue, um, I've really gotten a chance to connect with youth more on that. No you know, segment of any population likes to feel targeted. Um, and knowing that they are being targeted by the tobacco industry helps them to connect more with, you know, the issue and uh, fight for tobacco control. And just so we're clear, what's, what is the understanding of social justice in, in this context? I think social justice is just having an even platform um, for everyone, no matter, you know, race, uh, sexual orientation, age. Um, it's really just having an even platform for everyone, and um, just uh, social justice. I think is just having everything to be equitable in our community and in the places that we grow up. Um, so just an even playing field. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how can people connect with your cause? Um, I would say definitely by contacting myself, um, or honestly just signing up to be a part of any local tobacco control coalition. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time, Andrea. We truly appreciate you taking the time out to do this interview with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Have a good night.